Everybody's got a to-do list. I have a to-do list. And item number three is make to-do list. Ah, do you get it? Drop off the dry cleaning. Pick up some milk. Here's an idea. Let's have save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Now that I really do want to do. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com and in 15 minutes you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. I'm doing it. Extra money in my pocket. I want it. It just may be the most rewarding to do you do today. Now Podcast One brings you Spike's Car Radio. A downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. And we are in. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Spike's Car Radio. We're here in Malibu, at the Malibu Kitchen, on a rainy Sunday. And, uh, you know, I think it was, what, maybe earlier this week, Zuckerman, you and I were, uh, we were hot and bothered over our various life problems. Yes. And you said... Let's do another anger show. Let's do another show about complaints. Yes. <laughs> Including but not limited <coughs> to car complaints. Yes. Any complaints. But what what is and we you know, I posted something on my Instagram. We had a, a, a close to 200 people immediately chime in with what's bothering them. We have a very angry fan base, Zuckerman, or or have issues Guys, they are angry. I have a novel uh, idea. We're going to use the internet to complain yeah. about things. Yes. That's, that's Matt Farah of the Smoking Tire. He's here with us and uh we're gonna just go through these one by one take them apart and see if i guess that we relate to this anger all right but i thought zuckerman since it was your suggestion why don't we start with you what what is it that you're angry about currently okay i can give you the the small one and a big one the small one is as i said excessive gas i don't mind a little bit of gas but excessive gas you're pointing at bill uh, yes, a little excessive gas that keeps me awake at night is not a welcome thing. That, <laughs> that aside, <clears throat> what that was your that was your morning announcement to us yes, when you walked in, I'm and tired. frequently listeners probably don't know this, but you'll call me early in the morning and tell me about your bowel movements, <laughs> which I find to be <laughs> very strange. Well, who else am I supposed to tell? <laughs> if not for my, my good it, friend, but 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 you like to hear it? I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> but I'm re- getting rapidly. What's that <laughs> Michael Douglas, Douglas and Alan Arkin show? Yes. That is, <laughs> but Zuckerman is a sage uh, a Jewish man. Is this a, is this an older Jewish man thing? Is this just an old uh, man this thing? This is just a Jewish thing. This, this is a Jewish to talk thing. About, Which part? The farting or the calling about the farting? Well, talking about bodily functions oh, okay. in general uh, and to be bothered by them. But I'm going to tell you what my big complaint is. And, okay. I, and we talked about this this week. And you called it burying <coughs> the lead. And yes. in my office, I manage over 150 people, and no one knows how to tell me what the fuck they're talking about. They come in, and I feel like I'm on a quiz show. Alec, for $500, I'll take what the fuck are they talking about? Who the fuck are they talking about? Where the fuck are they talking about? They cannot tell me, and they only use pronouns. He, she, them, it. Uh, and so that's what really bothers is me. Is just a lack of being properly descriptive or people trying to avoid giving you bad news and making you No, angry? no, no people don't know how to it. talk. People can't tell a story. <clears throat> <clears throat> they don't know how to walk in and go, I need to get your feedback on this case right now, specifically this one question. 
Right. They don't know but how to say that. They'll like just they start think going. You remembered what that you were talking to them about three days ago? Yeah, of course, and can just of jump course. right back. <clears> into and I've that already seen seven hundred clients then, or they come yeah, yeah. in, they're nervous with their Look, hands in entertainment, flapping. In entertainment, we call this. You cannot set up the bit enough. You cannot set it up right. enough. And as a late night host, I can tell you, I had to deal with this exact, the, the audiences, their minds are elsewhere. So what you have to say is, you know, again, folks, it's springtime. We thought we'd put cameras out to see if we could find some right. Swedes on the sidewalk Swedes. of Manhattan. <laughs> Swedish, you know, because the Swedish travel in August. So today we're playing Let's Look for Swedes. We've got cameras out there right now. You see how right. I'm setting it up? You're yes. starting it. You have to say it 10 times. Right. Right. Your, I've been in your office. Your head is spinning, case after case. Your your ADHD existence works perfectly in that situation, right? right? And they walk in and think, "Oh, now that I'm talking, yeah. you're going to understand." And you're I'm, just trying to look into the eyes and go, "Who who's this?" And I always feel like I have to exert a hundred to a hundred eighty to a hundred ninety percent brain power <clears throat> on a yes. simple little issue about who's going to pick up the client and drive them where at what time. All right, that's my complaint. You may experience that in building that in that in that grand building. I, I, my complaint is that I I probably have enough work to justify multiple assistants in multiple specialties, okay. and yet I do not have nearly enough resources to have such a person do that <laughs> those things, while also. Uh, for some reason, I put myself in a position, and this is my own fault, where all the things that need doing can really only be done by me. That's the problem. And uh, there, I, you know, I have, uh, I have run out of time in the day. But that's my own fault. What are you angry about out in the world? Honestly, I'm feeling pretty good right now, Spike. Uh, I'm angry at like. I'm angry, like, because I wake up and look at Twitter every morning, and right. we live in a, you know, a world that seems like we have dwindling rights and dwindling, you know representation but but that's you know other than that my in, within my own little venice bubble but things are uh, chill the newly sorry to say. not long I got ago married like three weeks ago so yes. i'm okay and you smoked some weed this morning also not, that too yeah you that know helps. but you turned your comments off at one point on instagram was yeah. that were, were they annoying you because they can they've been known to annoy me as so, well doug benson the comedian who, yep he, he he pioneered the comments off uh, philosophy. Oh, he did. Yeah, I think he, he at least did for me. I'm not. I don't know if he was the first, but like he he and he really found a way to, to eloquently put it. So I'll kind of just paraphrase him. There's a lot of comments. Most of them are good. Some of them are bad. Some of them are horrible. But all of them take up unnecessary brain power that could and should be devoted to almost anything else. Right. And so. I turned them off in agreement with that, and that I was I was too busy to to unavoidably deal with the stupid yeah. comments. Yeah, and when and what ended up happening eventually was, especially I started posting pictures around my wedding, people who overwhelmingly for the most part are very nice and just want to say nice things. I got like 500 DMs in an hour Ooh. from people who just wanted to congratulate me for the wedding. And so Hannah, my now wife, was like, dude, just, just turn the comments back on. She you didn't say the dude part, on. but she just said, just let them, give them a place to say this stuff, and they won't, you won't be getting... You're alleging she doesn't use the word dude. She, I can tell so you, anyway, as someone... I'm contemplating going who, back to off. ...who is, I consider <laughs> to be your friend, and I like your social media content, I would see a post, and then I'd want to say something, and then it was, I couldn't, and I went, yeah. like this. I felt this, I felt corked up, and it What's was always up? something nice. It was <laughs> like... So funny. Uh, 
And I, then funny. I was like, oh, I don't want to look at his stuff anymore because I can't, I, I I can't interact with it. And I like to interact with your stuff. It's you social know what I mean? media. I'm, yeah. doing, social. I'm doing my best to leave them on without going crazy. Yes. They're on now. But, Here's, and I'm trying to keep let me make way. another suggestion. Don't don't read them. You know what? You know, <laughs> let us let us say what we say. You fly like through. I have self control at the grocery store, but not once the cookies reach my pantry. Right. I yes. cannot buy yeah. the cookies, but I can't not eat the cookies. Well, Same right. thing with the comments. Cookies you, talk to you. Zuckerman, and I had a guy. That's your line. They're just like guns. Guns talk to you with a guns house. Guns talk and to you. Cookies guns, talk. Oh, no. guns and cookies are the same in I that I had way. like an 18-minute conversation with my Lamborghini like yeah. two days ago <laughs> while driving it. Yeah. I was like, all yeah, right, today we're going to be like Robert Duvall in Days of Thunder. Like, I'm going to give you a but slippery. That's, <laughs> that's healthy. That's yeah. good. A gun, that's is, a gun is different because the gun... And I and I phone guns. They they sit and they go, "Why aren't you using me, <laughs> dude? Well, don't you want to put some bullets in There's me right now and do some stuff?" And you and I go, good for. "And I go, yeah, let's do." And then if uh, you know, I'll, I used to go out to the desert and get on a motorcycle and just shoot at shit while I was riding and stuff. But now I'm you know got kids and job and stuff. I can't do that. But it's still. It's it talks to me all the time, and it says, "Why don't we go? Why don't we go take it into the city? Why don't you just, why don't you just put it in your truck just in case show you it need to it?" People. Taxi why don't you just show it to people? To me. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the, the levees are breaking over now. <laughs> now on a, a change of why subject, why don't I bring it to the office? This will solve. This will teach him how to that. talk to me. It's show always an elevator in the car. I was, I was teaching my boys this because they're obviously gun obsessed, but I was saying you got to understand guys the gun is not a solution it's an elevation like you yeah, bring the gun yeah. in to a situation nine times out of ten somebody's gonna go i got one too i've got something and things move to a new level up there's, not um, down you don't shut things down with it there's a guy things I get follow worse on twitter who i really like his name's a.r moxon he's an author and he he wrote that 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 the quote good guy with a gun theory right both good guys with guns and bad guys with guns both believe and sometimes equally, yes. that the world is a dangerous place, and it can only be solved with a gun wielded by me. Yes. They both think exactly <laughs> well, they, the same thing. Yeah. Right. I have safety. Yeah. I'm protected yeah. now by this thing. But if you so, watch, like, Brazilian crime gas station videos <laughs> on Live Leak, you'll yeah. see what really happens. Yeah, yeah. Both people shoot each other multiple yeah, times, I've, I've, and then one or both I've dies. I've seen City of God before. Yeah, yeah nobody's... Yeah. It's very few people are stopped by the first bullet. It's usually like, hey, hey, what happened? Oh, yeah. shit, I'm shot. A minute later, you bleed out you're dead that's how it goes anyway well, i had a, taken a depressing turn so here's what I, i'm still pissed off about drivers last night i, I picked up my wife she was away um that is really i'm going to tell you something i i really hold you in high regard that you would pick your wife up at the airport <laughs> well i'm trying to teach my boys proper proper etiquettes and i and i think the moms appreciate that more than the dads we don't care but the moms like it and she hasn't seen the kids for nine days uh, it's an interesting sidebar. She brought us a Greek peanut M&M's, a giant bag for us to go through. I thought it would Are be too much. Are just Greek packaging? They're, they made a feta cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Moussaka. It's a candy shell, you know, feta cheese, and a peanut. You know we talk about the... We talk about... Olive, dunked yeah. chocolate. That's what they're all, olives, just in, in brine. God, these are horrible. We, we talk about the deformed peanut M&M's of America, and M&M uh, has not responded to anything that we've done. And we've, our friends around the world, Australia, Japan, England, England 
all have shown us that their P&M, P- peanut M&Ms are not deformed like ours are. We're getting the shit, fair. We're getting the crap are you, are you peanut M&Ms. Are get, like, the D-class? Oh, yes. wait, have you yes. missed all this? We yeah. because, You missed this whole thing. Are you accusing me of listening to your show? No, <laughs> but we talk about it constantly out there, too. We get, so the overall peanut M&M is janky or the peanut inside No, is the janky. overall, the There are mutants. They sort the good ones. No, the they, they make... Okay. They don't yes, take out exactly. the... Yes. And then that's us. Right? And we don't care. We eat candy-coated shit if it was a nickel for it's a hilarious. giant bag. Yeah. So we get we get the speedily, hastily made, low-quality peanut M&M's. And what, you know, is <laughs> truly... Same thing with cars. <clears throat> yes. exactly yeah. the same. And what's truly upsetting is there are days when we're watching the news or we're having a bad day and we want to just go home and eat peanut M&M's. And yet, but the consistency is not there. So yeah. even Small that falls theory. apart, these comfort Small, foods. I want yeah. the same amount of blueberries in each muffin. <laughs> right. Exactly. We yeah. need our comforts. I was just talking to someone on my podcast, the Smoking Tire podcast, about um, how cars are built globally. See, you threw a plug and in there. Yeah, that's, that's how you do it. You sneak it. Yeah. Uh, and if you think that European cars are made better and that that's just a mentality, mm-hmm. you are not wrong. The yeah. actual tolerance is used in Europe to build cars are smaller than the tolerances used in America <laughs> to build cars. And so, um, yeah, that, that's there you real. Go. Well, anyways, we, we, we accept that. that drivetrain slop you feel. It's really there. Yep. The, um, anyway, I'm going to open up those Greek M&Ms <laughs> tonight. Moose. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I will give you a report, Suckerman. I will text you in real time if I find the mutants. Maybe I'll put them in my Instagram story. Anyway. Sheep flavor. As I'm... <laughs> Flavors it. This is lamb. <laughs> what, what are all these beard fibers in this peanut? It's got it's like hair. You take those grape leaves and just dunk them in a candy. Yeah. But I've done a lot of driving, and, and it's the drivers are getting so much How worse. How was the airport? The airport was fine, and we get out of the parking structure six, and we just want to cross that. You know how one, you press the button, and the light will change, and you cross. The next one is just the one closest to baggage claim. They have to stop. Right. I walk into that little intersection, and what looks like a big Greek guy in a Tesla almost runs me over. I turn... And he's looking at his goddamn he's phone. An autopilot, yo. My this kids go self-driving car, didn't you know? My kids go, Dad, and the guy stops inches from me, and then yells at you, and then yells at me. Yeah, and then it, always it's your in fault. In front of my Why kids, didn't his Tesla see you. They drive themselves. Hold on, in front of my kids, <laughs> he has windows down. He had a, the big crazy Greek guy face or whatever he was, and I go. And I was, I forgot my kids were there. I go, get off your fucking phone, you fucking moron. <laughs> right? My kids are thrilled. <clears throat> I don't think they've seen me lose my temper that way. My boys were laughing hysterically. They were thrilled. They were like, yeah, that was great. Some mom off there waiting for a taxi. She started laughing. And the guy gets madder at me like it's my problem. The driver, Zuckerman. And then the left lane slow drivers on Sunset, I'm losing it. I am, I, I've become a flasher. I'm tired of it. If they're going to break the law by not letting me pass, I'm going to start making their life a living hell. And that's uh, what I'm upset about. Well, I really recommend Harrison. the yes. lights I have on my car. Oh, yeah. I have the, oh, that's I right. have the, yeah, the safari I have the car. end of the world apocalypse fog lights, and that makes people move. Or <laughs> if melting. They don't, if they don't move with the high beams, when you hit them with six across, they really, they really <clears throat> see you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, there lovely. you have it. That's uh, These are our complaints. We're going to take a break right now, and when we come back, we're going to get to the SCR 
Army complaints. We'll be right back. Think of all the weird things found in cars. And I'm not talking about your garden variety petrified french fries or melted crayons. Uh, For me, it's crumbs. But I'm talking about live snakes, bizarre trinkets, the kind of stuff that just makes you wonder about folks. Another thing that'll make you wonder, but in a good way, are Continental Belts. Bet you didn't know they're OE in tens of millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, and GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. They're also OE on the majority of BMWs and VWs. Now Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series. Belts that are fanatically engineered for the perfect fit, form, and function. And Continental has an OE technology series multi-V belt for 90% of vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada. Hey, you get enough surprises working on cars and trucks, a belt should not be one of them. Go with the Continental OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt, the belt with the OE pedigree. To get the full story, visit OETechnologySeries.com. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. That was, uh, welcome back, that was Susie behind the counter. Bill's here at the Malibu Kitchen saying her big complaint was Lamborghini guys don't tip as well as the Porsche guys. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> but she well, did you're say, both, Matt. But she did say... It's a good point. I, yeah. I like Lamborghinis, too. I tip in the middle. Yep. <laughs> but she also said Porsche guys with gold chains don't tip. Right. So it's Which a, I have not yes. heard before. But I, I went would, to the Lamborghini... I guess the average net worth of a Porsche owner is higher than the average net worth of a Lamborghini really? owner, despite I don't the difference know. in I, vehicle cost. I would always think, I would just knee-jerk think it's the opposite, but I can see the Lamborghini guy trying a little harder. That's yeah. what you're telling me. I, I, believe, I believe so. Anecdotally, I, the data may support there is no I, I went, I went to the Lamborghini uh, 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 dealership opening last week with my boys, and I would, I would say it's, that's not true. I would say it's the opposite. They were, you know, the, the, you know, the, the family from China. That had oh, a lot of money yeah, there. Yeah. There was a lot of money on display, a lot of money in the clothing and the watches. And I guess I guess I maybe cast too wide a net by saying Porsche owner. Maybe yeah. I have to narrow that down. I would say you, like I, I would say the, you could GT say that they, they they dress better. All right, Susie, <laughs> our friend Susie here. Uh, the photographer says gas prices in California suck. So does our current president. Let's stick with the first one. <laughs> $5.50 at the 76 station in Brentwood last week. Um, the one on Bundy and uh, San Vicente? The one on 26th Street. What? That's the most expensive neighborhood probably in the United States to buy gas. Yes. <laughs> and that, and that, and but, that but, 76 <clears throat> station on Wilshire approaching Beverly Hills. from. But our, the 26 is about the most expensive yeah. station. Here's another that, strange yeah. thing. The 76 station on San Vicente and 26th overnight became a Sinclair gas station with the, with the green dinosaur. I like that dinosaur. Yeah, I like the dinosaur too. And you know, the dinosaur is great. It's a throwback to when they taught us that oil came from dinosaur corpses, <laughs> right. which is not true. <laughs> and then guess what? The gas prices stayed the fucking same. It's insane. It's it, but I, but not, here I'm, in can a, I, can I present an opinion that maybe isn't so popular? Yeah, he, I think let's our hear. gas prices are too low in this country. Oh my uh, god! Please, what I do think, you mean? I think that Americans will buy the fuel in general, the fuel hungriest vehicles. They the biggest, fattest. You're right. That, that they can afford, and while gas is cheap. That is what they will buy. Right. If you, you do, actually want people to buy fuel-efficient cars, you have to make it in their financial interest to buy fuel-efficient But fuel that's not cars. what's happening here. This is uh, refinery shenanigans and a monopoly here in the state of California. Well, that could be happening as well. Just follow it. 
And what, what you what you'll see is these summer. seasonal refineries breaking down, and suddenly we can't make the gas, so the prices the have plan. to go up. They are ripping us off like strippers in a downtown strip joint. Their okay. hands are in our pocket. It pisses right, me off. That, it sure. doesn't need to happen. And it's that. Democrats who are doing it weirdly here in the state of California. The corporate Democrats. I, it's a Democratic state right now. But I've, I've been appealing to my good friend Gavin Newsom. Do something about this. You want to be the most popular politician in the world? Start enforcing traffic laws here and get gas prices down, right? If Gavin Newsom came on the show and said, you know what, I'm going to keep people in the right lane, Spike, and I'm going to teach them that that's the passing lane, right? Yeah. Isn't, well, isn't that the most popular politician in the world? Uh, look, I think if we employed Germany's driver training standards, yes. Germany's vehicle <clears throat> Which are safety what? standards, which are Very much high. higher than ours. What do they do specifically, do you know? Very rigorous I don't, training. I don't, I don't want to attempt to... To throw the but it's in the. You're saying it's in the driver's education, the or driver's it's in education licensing standards, right. and the, the penalties. The, the penalties, the TUV, yep. which is the German Highway Authority, yep. their version of NHTSA. I agree. They they have a very broad restrictions on what cars can if, be. If you guys raise the money, I will be the new governor of but, California, and I will change all of this. I will run. <laughs> I will run right now and change this. I, I will fix be, your schools, and most importantly, I will fix your drivers. I'm not going to do anything else, <laughs> but I will do those two things. It would be possible to have policies like that, but it's not flashy and new, like like yeah, autonomous cars, blah blah blah, whatever. Like we could improve our per- driving standards. Like humans can actually be very good at driving. Yes, for all our complaints, like many humans are ma- very good at driving. Like in other countries, they train them to be really. All right, good at here driving. we go. Let's go because we have so many of these. <clears throat> Woody Heron says, I'm annoyed with all the people at my university that drive base V6 Challengers, Camaros, and Mustangs. Why would you buy those instead of an Accord, which is the actually a better car for these people? They want to look cool, but they have the bad engine with their automatics, so there is no substance to back up the style of these cars. Why do they do this? Why is, is Woody a 90-year-old? <laughs> Does he understand being a teenager or a young adult? I don't know. Like, there's a lot of reasons to buy the small engine. One is most car people can't, most non-car people can't tell the difference and or don't care. Two, insurance for a big V8, a, a Hellcat versus a, you know, the, mm-hmm. the cost all, all around, the fuel, whatever it is. Okay, let them drive a V6. Wouldn't you agree that most buyers are buying for the way the car looks, not yes. how it performs? Like I most bought a car because I like the color once. I mean, right. I'm not above this kind of dumb But I mean, stuff. not guys like you, but most people don't even know what an engine is. They're just like, oh, that looks cool. Yeah. I want to be cool. And they buy the car. Yeah, I right? like how the radio control knobs feel in my hand. Yeah. Like, whatever. Right, right. Yeah. Flat 6 Sicko, our good buddy, is angry that there aren't more episodes of Spike's Car Radio. I agree, Flat 6 Sicko. If it were up to me, I'd be putting seven out a week. I'd do it every day. I'd do the Howard Stern morning show, oh, and that's all Spike. I would do. If I could record every day, I would. That's what I would do. This would be my job, and I would agree to get up at four in the morning and do it. I would do a three-hour drive-time radio entertainment show, and that's it. Then I would well, do nothing. You could talk that long? Every Why don't you day? Just no, do it like but this I would put together a show. 
I put together a three-hour show, yeah. It's not one guy talking. You do a whole thing. Now, if you did do it from four to seven, and I could actually I didn't, <clears throat> I could actually do that, <laughs> you, I just would have Zuckerman. no life whatsoever. You, yes, you would fall apart. You you would, I said, most uh, importantly, I would do nothing else after that. I would do a three-hour thing, and then I would let my body rest. If right. you, did. you would have a heart attack after a week. You'd walk into your office, and your head would explode. If you did a five-day-a-week show, you probably would have the numbers that you wouldn't have to do anything else. <clears throat> or many mean? other things. Like, you, you could, by having the volume of downloads that you would right. get from a five-day-a-week show, yes. you could get a lot of money on advertising. Correct. And, you, and you'd make some money. Not instantly, but like right. Adam Carolla, that could be a full-time gig. Correct. And he's doing yes. well. He's Some doing great. <laughs> I don't know. Paul why. Newman's <laughs> descendants say yes. He's All doing right. well. Exactly. Tim, yes. Tim, uh, yeah, Tim Pappas, well. yesterday's little lunch mate, our good friend, wants to know, uh, who thought up pedestrians have the right of way? <laughs> Step into the crosswalk right in front of me and walk as slowly as you can. You are rat bastards. <laughs> I will say that that's something. Like, in New York, pedestrians have to yield the right of way. So when I moved out here and learned, that every intersection, whether marked or unmarked, is a crosswalk where the pedestrian has the right of way. That was a cultural adjustment. But how but, about how about just the the right or wrong, the social code of it? Don't you? Isn't it incumbent upon you? And don't you feel like if you're a decent person, you'll move through the crosswalk fast? You don't walk slowly. And if what, you're okay. an insecure, power hungry okay. idiot, what I object to are the good when the person is not going. To cross when this person is waiting for the perfect time to cross, and the good Samaritan decides to stop yeah. in the middle of nowhere. That's how people die. Dangerous right. situation. Yeah, like the yeah. pedestrian is attempting to stay out of the way. Yes, he's hoping the drivers understand he's trying to, to stay, stay out, out of the way. way. And, and yet, someone Kravitz the decides to stop and be helpful <laughs> and waving as if she controls all seven. It's always ladies, a woman. It's always a lane. woman. Zuckerman gets angry. Attorney about. client privilege prevented you from discussing <laughs> Mrs. Kravitz. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> mechanical uh, mechanical vices. I'm angry. Well, he named himself after his own complaint. I'm angry at myself for being obsessed about cars and watches. Even writing this post is making me angry. Are we wasting our lives? No. What? No. What do you no. mean? I have an entire career <clears throat> based on nothing but cars and watches. He, he might be else. wasting his life. I mean, if that's all you do, then do it in a productive <clears throat> manner and make a career out of this it. This is it. This is an obsession that doesn't hurt anyone. And if you became obsessed with drugs and alcohol, or hookers, or gambling, and things, these are things. <laughs> what, all what? things Zuckerman? I had to go through to land crack on and cars. <laughs> what? What? Cracking hookers. If he was obsessed with right. cracking hookers, like that. That is wasting your life. This is productive. We're all in this together. Yeah, spend your money right. You get it back in both That's of those right. hobbies. Maybe. All right. Maybe. Skatester says, and this is four exclamation points, too much milk in my cappuccino. Uh, The ratio is one-third espresso milk and foam. Get it right, fuckface hipster baristas. Well, why are you going back to the coffee shop? Why are you going back to the same place? Go to Alfred's. (laughs) Don't you have an Alfred's? Go to Alfred's. I like Verve. Verve gets Verve Verve is is great. Alfred's is great. Verve store? Location? Yes, they are. 
Yeah, there's Where? several of them, but at oh. Melrose yeah. and Lapeer. Oh, but in you're the middle of nowhere. Yeah, <clears throat> but you're in the middle of nowhere. I have one down. You know, in Venice we have Minotti's. Shout out to Minotti's. Yeah, um, they that dude was like barista of the year, like three years in a row. He does them fucking fleur de lis joints. Yeah, the, you know where he puts like the Mona Lisa in your. Phone? Well, okay, let me interject. Never convince him to <laughs> quick, do weenies. Uh, Please put a weenie in that guy's Let me, a, let me ask you a quick question here. Yeah. Do, do either of you care about the little design on top of your foam? Not I really. care that if it's done right, it means the person who made my coffee cared. It's an indicator. It's the it's, brown m It's interesting. Theory. It's I know. I got one yesterday that, that they didn't give a fuck, and I found myself missing the little tree or the heart. <laughs> and I was like, where's my heart? Yo, what's up? It's part of my thing. And I, here's, the, here's the other thing you guys are just reminding me of for bringing this up. Starbucks to me is the new McDonald's. Yes. And uh, let me complain yeah. about that. Yes. I walk in, there are eight homeless guys laying there. There's needles on the floor sometimes. It, it, sometimes. It's, <laughs> it's just, and then a bunch of unemployed idiots using it as their office. You're McDonald's now. And then your bonehead CEO is going to run for president. And I have to look at that face. You're done. You should have stuck with the cake pops. You should you should turn off the Wi-Fi. It's you over. Should have realized cake pops were the pinnacle of their achievements <laughs> and called the game. Starbucks. That, that was like Rome at the end actually, of the Republic. Actually, Starbucks. You know Starbucks hold on. Achieved. Starbucks is over. Their coffee's and we're, terrible too. And the it's coffee's terrible. It's done. That instead of running for president, Schultzy, go fix your rest. Go fix your restaurant chain before it goes out of business. Yes, you know what Matt. I like, which was a Starbucks acquisition, not an invention, was the cream cheese stuffed bagel hole. <laughs> it's like a donut hole, but it's a bagel, and yes. it's injected with cream oh, cheese. Oh, Jesus. But Fixing he, things that don't need to be fixed. But even eat like that? That's delicious. I mean, if you don't want a whole bagel and cream cheese, you just want the essence of a bagel with cream cheese, you can have like a 150-calorie little Except who stops bagel. at one? <laughs> Are you telling me you stopped at one? <clears throat> okay, only had, I had seven. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's keep going. Let's keep going here. we got a lot to cover. I'm angry that we keep he on hearing your pitch for caliper covers when we all know dang well that you would not put that junk on any of your personal cars. They're one of my pitching? sponsors. So, oh. so the listeners of this lovely podcast, occasionally, a couple of them, are stupid enough to, to not understand the sponsors what are what keep yeah. the podcast yeah. going, that we love our sponsors, that anybody who I'm doing an ad for is someone who's coming on saying, we're going to support Spike's Car Radio and help you keep doing your show for these people. I am getting a pair of personally made caliper covers for, that say Spike's Car Radio. I don't know what I'm putting them on well, that's yet. That's kind of fun. That's and, fun. And you have to look at it. Through my, uh, here's what I don't do. I don't do the I don't do the vape people. No offense, uh, Matt Ferrer. I don't do the weed. alcohol. I don't do the drugs. I don't like any of the, the any of the drug manufacturers that reach out. I don't do any of the boner pills. I'm not doing any of that stuff. But Got anybody in the car world is welcome. So and so also the, the some audience members need to understand that even if they think <clears throat> that that product is dumb. There is might be someone who wants it, and someone who making, you know, is making caliper covers. You know who likes ethical business, <laughs> just making things for people. Well, by who the want way, them. the caliper cover guys called up and said, "You can make fun of us as much as you want." Yeah, okay. <laughs> they get points for that. <laughs> they get okay, points for that. Secondly, like their market is the Mopar Ford crew. Anybody who's like hot rodding stuff and having fun with their cars, the Concord Lem people love it. You put these yeah. covers on, you can write whatever you want. You can write the money on it, and you can have like, have I a good time. I would throw those on my like. I like. I just bought a new van. Yeah. I would throw those on the van because fuck it. Who cares? It's All fun. right. Here's a really good one. 
And this one has been driving me nuts. The fucking robocalls. The nonstop mm. junk phone calls of which I am getting mm. five or six a day. I fell prey to one yesterday. I called up my credit card company and they said, we didn't call you. I went, God damn it. Okay, They're put getting that good. on your platform for governor. Yes. Well, you know who uh, undid all the regulations, obviously. Mm. We don't need to get into that. But that's what's going on. That's what's happening here. Do not call registries bullshit. Here's, here's what I've done. And here's what I suggest you do. If you get one of these in the car, go for the ride with a guy and take him off the calls for as long as you can get. Just just keep cooperating. <laughs> give him one you less number. One defiant give human him being. <laughs> I do this nonstop. The kids are really entertained and here's the best you part. Speak to a human or a robot? It's always a person they say, you know, if you want your uh, uh, your 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 finance to go down on your diners club card, of which I don't own one. Yeah. Stay on the line. You press three, and this is what you hear. Hello, can I help you? Can <laughs> you hear India somewhere? And a, and a, and a, what do they call those hot boxes? Those boiler rooms yeah. of people, Indian people ripping off old people. So I feel like if I can take one of those guys out. Of the uh, out of the game for maybe forty five minutes. That maybe forty five minutes saved a couple of old people. <laughs> um, I said in the car. You're in traffic, right? So wait. This is where it always gets to. You'll eventually get to a moment where he knows that you're fucking with him, and then he'll pause and he'll say, "Well, what you know?" You say, "What card do you have?" And I'll go, "It's for my Dunkin' Donuts black card." And it'll be quiet for a second. And then he'll go. Okay, fuck you, buddy. Fuck you, fuck you. And then he, they'll start screaming at you. Really? And then I go, fuck you. I'm calling the FBI. And the guy goes, okay, I'm going to sit here right now while you call the FBI. I sit here. Oh, yeah, Why aren't still you recording sitting this? This is awesome. I didn't know this got to this point. It is so much fun. It always gets to the guy swearing. Dude, one you should of, have a whole album of making these people w- lose their one shit. One of the guys, he goes, he goes, I'll beat you. I'll beat you. I'll beat you like Conor McGregor got beaten. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, I like Con- I'm Irish. He goes, well, he Conor McGregor is the worst fighter. <laughs> and then we had this really fun conversation. Of, who's the other? Constant Kalimnik? Or, or, I don't know. And now you guys are homies. You, and now we're homies. Now you and go I, to Delhi to hang out. Tell him you want to come over to his place of work and hang out. And then I tell said, look, <laughs> I go, look. Now that we're relating to the ultimate fighting. Why are you doing evil in the world? Why don't you go find something good to do in there? And then he went, fuck you! And then he hung the phone. Why don't you tell him (laughs) that you will give him $100 US, which you will do, to do an hour of radio with you about this industry. It'll be the most downloaded show you've ever had in your life. That would be great. You think that $100 is that guy's mortgage for three months? Hold on. I've been wanting to talk about this one, too. Here's another one. The National Policemen's Association, which you get a call. Does not exist. I like the... This is the best, though. There's a couple of grease balls on that. No, Zuckerman, if you've gotten this call, it goes like this. The, the guy, they're actors. They go, uh, hello, this is the national. He tries to sound like a cop. cop. He goes, I'm calling uh, about the National Policeman's Benevolent Association to uh, uh, get a donation to help police officers. And I'll go, you're not a fucking cop, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like immediately you go, well, sir, it sounds like you don't want to go stop pretending. Stop with your voice. Try to be a police officer. <laughs> that guy. Well, I'm just going to hang up, sir. That guy. I've not gotten a crack yet. That's a more professional room of con artists who really, really have put everything. It's like the method, the acting method. He, they've really become cops so much so that they can't break. So try to get those guys to break. But no, they're not real. I even had one guy I said, 
I say, well, what a coincidence. I'm a police officer, too, with Los Angeles Police Department. Would you like to make a donation to my oh, cause? That's, see, that's well, uh, why can't I send you? No, why can't you send? Why can't I send you mine? He said, well, sir, sounds like you're messing with me. And then he gets off. But this is what you do to these people. I've said some but, really, like, really disgusting things to yes. the Indian scammers before. Like, I don't have kids, so I'll tell them that, like, I try to charge all this kitty porn on my credit card, but it's not going through. <laughs> and, like, just, like, you know, I You'll I, have the underage <laughs> hookers. <laughs> Come and shoot you in the head. <laughs> all right. Uh, Spike says the podcast would just be regulars, but then proceeded to have comedian guests. Oh, my God. We just want Z and Jerry. Well, wouldn't that be nice? This is the fun. This is the audience never understanding that we did. We have an entertainment show that happens to be about cars versus a car show that's just about cars every week. You had a it's guest n- a couple weeks ago. I was super <clears throat> jealous of who, who were your last David Cross. Guests? Oh, I loved. I loved him. Right. And who was the other one? You a couple couple weeks back. You had a great guest. That was oh Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon, yeah. John Lovitz. Yeah, these are people. I'm like super. Je- uh, can you call me next time? These, these are, are in town? these are well. I mean, and then people get upset sometimes that Zuckerman's not or I don't have a co-host. Look, if you want a cacophony of voices when you're interviewing a celebrity, go, go watch The View. If you want The View, go watch The View. I'm not going to do that. When Lester Holt, when, when uh, Larry, Larry uh, uh, when David Letterman, when, uh, when Larry King, when everybody's doing an important interview, they do it one-on-one for a reason. There's a reason why you do that. So you can do an interview without interruptions and that's the way it works in the world. And then we have these shows like this where we have the main crew on and we talk and we have a good time. That's just how it works. But just know that and I'm going to stop responding to all of uh, you who who, uh, who write this. This is an entertainment show that has to be about cars. It's always going to be about promotion, people coming up. When I get offered A-list guests, <clears throat> they don't frequently want to talk about cars they want to promote their shit that's how it works that's how it works people and i have publicists to deal with and then i have also potentially artists and people who you know big surprise they don't know who zuckerman is Mm -hmm. and they they might not you know they're not as easygoing as the rest of the people and they don't want strangers asking them questions do you get it there's a whole thing going on here so just trust that i know how to make my show the way i want to make it all right Goodbye. Um, what else do we have here? The dismal state of SUVs crossovers taking over. Who else hates them with a passion? The sheep consumers ruin the car world. It's more about that than the validity of the vehicles being good or bad. Mm, a smart man. I agree in p- principle, but I will offer um, a defense of the crossover, even though what I said earlier about fuel, uh, fuel <clears throat> costs I think still applies. If you look at the what it's like to sit in a sedan or a, 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 quote, car today with the sa- pedestrian safety features and the, the all the safety features you need. The belt lines are higher. The shoulder lines are higher. The window windows are smaller. And so I would argue that if you want to be able to see around the car as much as you were able to see out of a car from, like, 15 years ago, a crossover offers that greenhouse that you used to have and is now gone in a passenger and car. That's that happens to be my argument against things like the Mustang, the Camaro, the depth that you're sitting in, mm-hmm. uh, or even take the DB11, which I feel I, I was nauseous. Very sit- cockpitty. I was nauseous just sitting parked in it uh, because it's like looking out a mailbox slit. Yeah, yeah. You got and a point. you know, but it's it, you got so you have your air, your side curtain airbags, you have your rollover protections, you have your impact standards, your pedestrian standards. So like a lot of these regulations drive that. 
because you still want to have an aggressive, you know, greenhouse, right. right? So a lot of I'm reading this book called H Point that is about the regulations and how they drive the design of cars. Um, and there's only so much you can do about that if you want to be within these regulations and still have a car that looks correct. Um, not to be too overly defensive, but the fact that many crossovers are nearly as fuel efficient, handle as well by most people's standards, not our sense of sports car taste, but for the average person, the crossover handles well enough, you know, and you can see more. I think that's what do, a lot of what, what do you think? It. Okay, would you consider like these coupes, like a six series? Uh, what do they call them? GTs or coupes? Like these, the four door coupes? Yeah, like they're not they're not an SUV. They're not a crossover. They're, they're not those weird thing. raccoony things yes. like that. Yeah. I don't, oh, you mean the SUV coupes? Yes. Oh, the like yeah, the, yeah. the GLE coupe. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Porsche's got the new one. I I don't I don't get, I don't really get it. I think they're the worst versions <clears throat> of the normal. Yeah, right. ones. <laughs> but people love them. The kids like them, and the musicians in Hollywood are driving. I don't know. When I see those things on the road, I just wonder, what were you thinking going into the dealership or online? Why did that They couldn't make up their mind. Well, you know, here, here, let me tell you something. The same reason we thought minivans weren't cool, so we switched to SUVs. Now they think SUVs aren't cool, and this is, like, not quite an SUV. So Erica was gone for nine days, so I really leaned into that BMW 5 Series. And I I found myself going, I don't understand why sedans are needed anymore. (laughs) I was driving it going... As a guy, I just don't relate to this car in any way. I can do everything I want to do in it, but it, it's not a sp- sports car, and it's not a truck. And this middle zone is, seems irrelevant to me anymore. Like, I don't – I guess if I were on Wall Street and I put on a suit and I you know, wanted something bigger, I think for guys like us, these cars or these sedans are irrelevant. They and also I think are starting that, to look the th- same, right? Right, and I think aerodynamic standards. Yeah, and I and I think that's why everybody's gravitating towards. Well, I don't want an SUV, but is there something in the middle there? And that's what this new little zone is. And I think I want you to drive, spend maybe a week in or or a few days in my. E twenty eight. You just serioed me with your legs. Yes. Now I'm looking into your crotch. Yeah. Look at my big balls. (laughs) Drive my eighty eight M five for a while. That's different. That's vintage. That's a different deal. I'm talking about new. And and that's where they lost in about two thousand. They lost the plot line on sedans. But I can yeah I can groove on that. Because it's a vintage car, and I can go, this is, you know. I remember anyway. someone, I think it was a couple of years ago on Jalopnik, someone took, like, the five best-selling sedans in America and blurred out the front nose right. clip and the taillights, and they were, I mean, basically completely interchangeable. Let's keep po- moving you know. through here. Manny Alban says, uh, social media influencers piss me off. Wow. Not all of them. I'm guessing he probably doesn't know any. But the ones that think we're naive enough to believe the product they're pushing. Sell your wares, but don't try and disguise it as something you always wear or just discovered. So he's saying, oh, as you're not to single out anyone in particular, but switching from Porsche to Mercedes as much an outlaw as Roy Rogers was. I don't know who he's talking about. Is he trying to make fun of Magnus for going on the Milli Milia in a uh, 300 SL Gullwing? If so, that is the (laughs) wackest (laughs) argument in the history of arguments. I don't know how you see Magnus Guy who likes Porsche should turn down offer from Mercedes. Also, guy who likes Porsche can't like 300 SL Gullwing. Zuckerman, how do you feel about that statement? Exactly. Yeah, it's include the car world. At least what we try to sell on this show is the if you like cars, it's like Lufkakald. If you like air cooled, we accept you for whatever you like. If you have a Prius, we like you. We don't like your car, but we like you. If you're enthusiastic about cars, you're welcome. And to I. 
I don't, if, 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 let's just stick with the social media influencers part the, of that, the, the, the which guy, is the if there's a pay, but if there's a paid promotion, it needs to say that. Of course, and he's I run ads, and right. then I do content, and the content isn't dictated by the ad. All right, right? let's skip past it. There's not that much stuff here. But uh, Magnus is allowed to go on the Millie Millia for the record. He can do Why whatever not? he wants. Fuck, he's, of he's free. He is. Shit. He's having fun. Much sponsors well says I'm angry about all the zero mile RS Porsches being sold. There are 42 yes. GT2 RSs total listed on Dupont yes. right now. When will this stop? Why In aren't people driving five them? Years. And when when the 918, when that program, the VIP program is over, <clears throat> it's a 10 year program. Flem, you just flem. I did have flem. All right, I, you're my flem brother. You're my flem brother. I like to it. Look at it. No, I like that you're joining me in my old man Flemdom. Yeah, so because the VIPs that bought 918 buyers were not necessarily Porsche buyers. They were high-end exotic car buyers, hypercar buyers, but they are allowed to get every new GT car at sticker price. And so they get them, they're not going to drive them, they sell them. But you hear this strategy has worked for the last five years. These people have been pretty well rewarded for what they've been doing. Yeah, and it, Porsche doesn't like point. it. No, yeah, yeah, but but it's but the people are still flipping and making the cash. Yes. yes, let me make a point. He's looking at it like this: Hey, like all of us, we couldn't get these cars; they weren't given to us. Right. Like the, currently, the Speedster, and now here's forty-two of them. <laughs> here's the. Here's well, forty. Hold on. Here's forty-two of them that somebody bought and didn't drive. Why couldn't I have gotten that right. allocation? Right. And he's, that's right. a good point. And he's going to get gouged if he can afford it. Right. Why aren't the enthusiasts yes. getting the cars opposed to the flippers? Well, we do, do know Porsche Porsches really made more need to do that program to get people time, into nine eighteen. At the time, they thought. At the time, they they didn't look like they were going to sell, and they got scared. And they offered the program, and, it, and it's come back to bite them on the ass. All right. Here we go. Let's keep moving through this. And then we're going to take a break in a second. We'll keep going. This is going to be a nice long podcast. One of your complaints that I'm going to indulge has been this, is, this podcast is too short. I'm going to keep going today What's for as long as I can get like these hour, go. Right? 45 minutes to 50 is my little zone. That's usually all we have time for. Look, um, no, it's not enough for everybody. Ever. Matt Farah, S. Myers, 528. The lack of a Singer one-take. What's going on? I have asked repeatedly to drive Singer vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the people at Singer very much. I have a great relationship with them. Every car they build is pre-sold to a customer. And they, anytime somebody drives one for the media, they have to get explicit <clears throat> permission from that customer for that car. And so... I, I not like to mention huh? a long rider about the things you can and cannot say. I have, I have not personally experienced the rider, but I've I heard have. about the rider. And so I, if a singer comes my way, if an owner lets me have a go, I'm 100% in. But there's a, there's but a, phrase, not, there's a phrase you have to hit that's like a 911 made by... You, oh, you, yeah, you can't call it a singer 911. <clears throat> but, but as long as they, that's, they have to tell you that. Right. But... You ultimately do whatever you want. But well, that's we, not a big why don't guy. we help you get a car? We should. It's weird that you haven't gotten one. Yeah, have why, to have that's press easy. Cars. They, they don't like, need me to. They don't have press cars. They don't need me to sell their cars. But that's not the point. Your your fans want you to drive one. We all want you to drive one. I, Let's get look, you one. If I really put the effort into making it happen, I could probably find a way to make it happen. I would have to get on a plane. No, we're going to do it right now. We're going to make it happen. Right. Here. You Someone's got a singer. If I'd you, like to have a go. If you drove a singer. 
and you told me the car rocked, I would actually then be interested in thinking about it. Of course, I would trust you. I don't Thank trust you. any of the people that have bought them. I don't, I don't know any of those guys. <laughs> I don't know what, what they know about driving and having, having a good time behind a, yeah. the wheel of a car, what a real car is supposed to feel like. Yeah. Chris Harris knows a lot about driving, and he loves it, but also he owns a portion of that company. Um, Lee Keen also knows a lot about driving, and he loves it too. But I would love to have a go. If someone out there's got one and wants to let me have a go, if it's a reasonable distance from L.A., I would love to have a go, and it would be great. Here's something but granular. But it's not worth bugging them every week. You know. <laughs> this is nice and granular. We were talking about it yesterday, Zuckerman. W Kirsch 250, 991.2 GT3 brake squeal. Yes. <laughs> Squealing brakes. on your house. <laughs> you know, the hot pox on the house of they, Porsche. Yes, they, they all squeal. It doesn't matter. The ceramics are great. They're great brakes, but they squeak. And you would think their response is these are racing brakes. Yeah. They're going to squeak. But you would think they could figure out a way so that they didn't squeak and you could enjoy your windows Has down. nobody in the aftermarket come up <clears throat> with a squeakless pad for this yet? Um, well, that's that's an interesting question. I know there was a time when um, you could take when there was a time when the turbo, the red caliper turbo brakes on the GT cars were really squeak, squeaking, and you could replace them with regular turbo pads, not notice any difference since you're not a racer, and not get the squeaks. Interesting. But, but same size, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But um, I haven't heard a solution. You know what? What did Eric Patino at Beverly Hills Porsche tell us? Oh, spray simple green on your on your rotors. Like I'm really going to. I don't. <coughs> he didn't say that. He he said, yeah, people try these things. Nothing works. I mean, in general, I've I've my personal experience is if if it's clean, it squeaks less. You want to know? Dustier it is, the more it's, You want to hear something a little odd? It's I, I think it's moisture in the air, and I think it's salt in the air, because uh, you know, yesterday the GT2 RS, I'm driving it all around Brentwood. I come out here with you, salt air squeaks like crazy all the way home. Drive a little more, it stops. So I, I'm just thinking salty air might have something to do with that, or speed. I don't think that's enough time to get salty, but maybe moisture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Really? Into, have you ever? Well, what, take a look at what your windshield looks like on the drive home. You have that's ocean true. spray on it. That is true. And that true. same ocean spray is the stuff I'm talking about every yeah. time I come here. Okay. You know, and I, I'm just saying there's a correlation in there somewhere. I don't know that that specifically is it. Anyway. Um, Let's take a break. And they also could get hotter driving on PCH. True. Hotter or cooler. Right. That you, could be it, too. It could too. be a temperature that thing. But I'm just, going, I'm just going by what I have to clean off my windshields, <laughs> which is salty spray. And I put my finger like that and I take a little I don't get that taste. much of that, actually. Yeah. There you go. All right. We'll be back with more Spikes Car Radio Complaints Edition right after this. Let me tell you something. Did you know most people have no idea whether or not the motor oil they're using is good enough to protect their engine? Everybody's driving around not even caring about what's going on under the hood. Only one brand literally goes the extra mile to test everything, including ensuring they're the right motor oil for your car. And I'm talking about Valvoline. That's right, Valvoline is the only motor oil brand in the world with an engine lab completely dedicated to testing motor oil. Valvoline takes their products and their competitors, I might add, and runs them through the gauntlet. I'm talking thousands of miles. Then the engineers and technicians take those engines apart to evaluate exactly what happened. Please don't try this at home. Trust that Valvoline has done it for you. Was there carbon buildup? How did the seals hold up? Did the engine perform like it was supposed to? And most importantly, were the critical engine components protected? You don't know, but Valvoline does. 
So when Valvoline is formulating motor oil for your engine, they know exactly how it performs and what protects it best because they've seen the results firsthand. It's why I trust Valvoline in my car, and it's why Valvoline has been trusted for more than 150 years. Head over to Valvoline.com slash spike to see what product is right for your engine. That's Valvoline.com slash spike. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. Welcome back. Welcome back. It took a minute to walk outside. It's uh, it's rainy. It's weird. It's, it yes. doesn't rain much in oh, May, right? May, gray, June, gloom. I mean, not I rain, re- but but the fact that it's overcast and cool here it's at weird. the beach is normal. It is. Yes. Well, well May, we had rain. Gray, we had June, rain. Gloom. I'm, I'm not, excited. No, for this I know rain June today. gloom. I got to a little rinse the undercarriage of my Porsche, which I took off roading. And it was very dirty. You did have very nice dirt for Luft awesome. Six, and then somebody drew a weenie on your. On was it you? No, it wasn't me. <laughs> but no, someone drew a dick uh, on my car. <laughs> All right, uh, JRD. <laughs> it's okay. It's ceramic. It's it's wrapped. JRDKLZ. You got to sign your names to these guys. It'll be easier. Uh, I'm super mad about the size of new 911s. Can't argue with the design and proportions, but when you walk up on one, it's like, what the fuck is this thing? Makes my 997 seem so small. I took a picture of a GT3 RS and the Lamborghini Countach, the, the Matt Farah Lamborghini. And that's one of the most common comments that was, look at the size difference between these two cars. Look, and, and it, it's, it, you're right. These, these 911s are gigantic. They're huge, yeah. Huge. And my son, look, here, Blobs. let me just ask you this, Matt Farah, because you know all things automotive. My son asked me last night, why are Lamborghinis so wide? Uh, the new ones. A couple of the reasons. new cars. A couple of reasons. Uh, one is the the, uh, the the rear tires and the width is for handling mm. and to fit very wide tires under fenders, right? They also have to widen the car to get the engine lower into the car because oh, the engine going further down pushes things outward. So weight but, balance. But the biggest one actually is that the side, big side pods, the radiators, those are radiators in the side. And so the wider those openings get, the more airflow goes wow. into the radiators. And Favorite so the more, Look at that. You know, Isn't that impressive? The, the, the engine answer. in my Lamborghini, which is an 80, uh, 88, is that same basic engine architecture is still in the Aventador today. Wow. In my car, it made 440 horsepower. In the Aventador, it makes over 700. <laughs> so... To, to, to get think about how much more cooling needs to go into that right plus you know you need to be able to drive an Aventador in Dubai Habibi in Dubai it's very Habibi. hot you have to you have to drive Aventador all day in 120 degrees he Fahrenheit. The Russian too like me. <laughs> was that Russian or Russian yeah was that yes. Armenian that what was, was trying to do Dubai but it didn't go well but so that's I liked why it. so it was all right the width is for tires it's for handling and it's also for what? you know. You know I had to say pussy in Russian. So I had I had one of the uh, pussy. I had <laughs> I had one of the listeners say, you know, I listen to Spike's Car Radio on Wednesdays with my kids on the way to school, Zuckerman. <laughs> so well, I can't. Okay. I so can't these be these, these comments you that you make, the, these obscene the comments. Really? Think about. I want you to just think for a moment before you say the Russian word uh, for pussy. I want you to just think about those little kids on their way to school. What PSA, that parent don't is torture have your to. kids with this radio show. Your kids <laughs> yes. are bored out of their mind at best yes. and going to be traumatized. Those they love it. They I will love never it. say Dads and kids again. love this show because they learn about Russian words and language. <clears throat> um, 
Let's see. No, that's not a good complaint. People with no lights on in the rain. Crazier than a turn on the PCH, says Sean Maynor. My wife's driving. <laughs> that makes me mad. Yes, it's terrible. I am pissed that there are no more car matchmakers. Me too, but NBC will not give me that format back. <laughs> They're holding it hostage, so I'm going to have to do something else. And by the way, this is that something else. I'm doing that. I have a real job, all right? Stop bothering me about that show. I miss it, too. Um, still, by the way, airing in Algeria, according to my DMs. Really? Yes. Around That's the world. Awesome. It's still... Old it, episodes of Drive, the NBC sports show. I'm on air on the BBC in South Africa. Oh, that's cool. And, like, in the Middle East. Isn't that really fun? Strange. And you get these really cool, you know, messages, DMs from fans yeah, going, like, hey. Yeah, I just caught your Middle East special. Like, yeah. I shot that in 2015. It's super <laughs> fun. Awesome. I've got fans in Egypt. I've got a really big fan base in Brazil where they were running really? it five nights a week. In Brazil. In Brazil. And and, and someone, I, someone I told that said, do, do, do they invite you down there all the time? I said, yeah, that's the number one thing they say. That's what everyone in Brazil says. Come Did you know Brazil. this about the Brazilians? They say, come to Brazil. Come to Brazil, Zuckerman. For carnival, you have sex with man, woman, everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, kids. <laughs> the kids. They're the going. Kids. Oh, those they're starting kids. second grade, Zuckerman. Um, that's funny. No love for the base Carrera. Please read with whiny, humble brag Carrera. tone. I I don't know. Shout out. I drove a $97,000. This was 2017. <laughs> base Carrera, three liter, twin turbo, manual, seven speed. It was amazing. 90% of the things I love about top tier 911s exist in that base Carrera. I have love for it. Phil99362 says the television show Bosch on Amazon Prime. Best show ever, IMO. What is IMO? In my opinion. In my opinion. opinion. But the latest season is unwatchable. Thanks for letting me complain. Those guys were offered to Spike's Car Radio. I didn't know what Bosch was. I thought it was, you know, a, a component I of have a car. With their, and they uh, said no, electrical regulators. Uh, uh, yeah, and I said Bosch has a TV show. What? <laughs> that, that? And then I and I said I can't relate. I should have had them on. I guess season two is unwatchable. A lot of people right now, by the way, comparing, uh, complaining about Game of Thrones. There's a petition now that a million people have signed to change the ending of Game of Thrones. Shut up. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I say to you. That invested. You will always be fans for thinking that way. And that's your problem. There's one writer, there's one visionary, and either you're on board or you're not. You're free to make your opinions, but there's not ever going to be an algorithm that makes a specific show for you so that you're happy. Because you know why? And this goes back to Spike Car Radio as well. The fans will inevitably drive you off a cliff if you let them drive. Yeah. You'll drive off into cancellation. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> All right? None of you know what you're doing. You're welcome to your opinions, but if I let you drive, I'm going off a cliff. Who it's an old rule the, of entertainment. The ending of The Sopranos? Remember that? <laughs> of course. And the ending of Seinfeld. The ending of, oh, the ending of Seinfeld. That, now, look. Yeah. The ending of Seinfeld is different. I happen to agree with the fans on that one. It was not the best way that show could have ended. I was never happy with the idea that that show didn't take place in New York. And That's, it went off to yeah. Massachusetts. I was, I, I, But, again, when we were talking about the end of Seinfeld, Jerry, and, you know, Jerry brought up, you know, how should we end the series... And I suggested, along with other writers, I don't think that we should. I think you and Larry should. That this should. We Larry wasn't on the show at that point, and that we should invite Larry back 
So you, you, the two guys who really are the heart and soul of Seinfeld, put together the finale, and that's the way it went. I, as a, you know, I didn't obviously know any of you guys then. I was like a kid. It was ninety six, ninety eight. Yeah, 98. So I was in high school. I marked it by Porsches. 98 C2S, dark blue. There you go. <laughs> Dr. Vitakind. I had a letter. Go ahead. I remember it being a fun episode. I don't remember it being... Dis- I remember it being like, okay, yeah, they brought people People were really upset. But they, they get fun. upset the same reason they're getting upset for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Because Jerry and George and Elaine didn't have a big emotional moment. And in t- nine years where there was no learning and no loving and no hugging. Yeah. And they thought, well, in the final episode, we're going to do it. No. no of course not we're point. not going to do yeah. it. But on top of it, there was this added, we didn't get to be in New York one last time. It and it wasn't one it was moment. It was the Chinese restaurant thing again. If they just spent the whole time just waiting for a table yeah. again or something. I don't know. I, I probably would have been okay with one moment of emotion in it because people are very passionate about it. But look, it's yeah. over. It's 30 years old, baby. Get, get over it. That wasn't really your complaint. No, Game of Thrones <laughs> is three days old, but still, get over it's that. It's more too. about the fans. Um, I'm mad at BMW. I can't talk about this, but maybe you guys can. I'm mad that BMW dropped the manual transmission from their next Gen 3 series. Yeah. If I wanted a new all-wheel drive sedan with a manual, is the WRX the only option left? Oh, Jesus. Uh, can I think of all... Can, you might be able to get a Hyundai Genesis... Four-cylinder manual in all-wheel drive might. Don't hold me to that. You can almost certainly get an all-wheel drive Mazda with a stick. Mazda is committed to making sticks. Um, I mean, your options are limited. If you didn't buy a brand-new manual transmission car in the last five years, this is partially your fault. Like, people who, who... complain about manuals being dead and then only buy used cars or don't like you're part of the problem you didn't buy them when you could have the dealers intentionally make them annoying to buy because they're harder to sell so they don't stock them so you have to order one which is annoying but if you want one and go through the trouble that would have contributed to the saving of the manuals but like also, seven-speed manuals are not as good as six-speed right. manuals. We'd eventually like end up them. with eight- and nine-speed manuals. Like, that's not good. You're, you're, you're then driving the manual into the ditch, pretty much. Because but, of fuel consumption yes. regulations? Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you want to save the internal combustion <clears throat> engine, it's clear at this point that a stopgap to that is more gears, right? We're seeing nine and ten now. Right, right. Things. I don't so, like, like the little arrow that tells me, come on, shift up, dude. My so 87's annoying. got that joint. <laughs> but that one's so antiquated <laughs> with like a little LED light. It's pretty it's, much always just on. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, right? That little arrow is annoying, yeah, right, Zuckerman? Arrow, I hate I'm it. enjoying third gear. I don't want to go up to fourth. <laughs> yeah. I did it. It was in the GT2 yesterday. It was in third gear enjoying it. It was like, get up to six. And like, I, I don't want to. The thing it's about quiet. The, the 87, you could actually cut the wire. You can't do that. <laughs> I could never do that. In, in, I could in never do that. modern cars. Yeah. Um, that, there was another BMW guy that complained about how confusing BMW nomenclature and the expansion of the product line is. Yeah, He's the, got, the naming schemes are really bad. Oh, I have a... I have an a, uh, an X3 S-Drive 2.0T all-wheel. Like, it's like... I mean, I know it's like it's just a, a series of catchphrases and alphanumerics. It's kind of annoying. <clears throat> Here's a good one, and I've noticed this too, and I get really upset about it. Gas station television. Oh, oh God, I hate that with shit. Sheila Shira Lazar, who I happened to have had dinner with one night with Tom Green. 
and Shira, I, lo- I love Tom you. Green and Shira Lazard. And my personal trainer. That it was a very weird. And we dinner. had so much fun, and we went in a really tiny car to a really hip dance club. It was, it was a long time. Anyway, <laughs> if I'm paying five fifty for a gallon of gas, I don't want yeah. ads bothering me. I feel like I'm paying for some peace and quiet. Don't they have this a is a really button? good complaint. Usually a mute button. There's no no in a cab in New York City. There's a mute button. Again, this is a service I'm paying for. Like the reason I pay for HBO is I don't want the ads. If I'm going to pay five fifty for a gas, I can't imagine those ads sell anything. Right? I, I, what are they doing? The fuck's paying attention to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, from, it's from a time before we had phones to look at while yeah. our while our. This up. is the plague of advertising that plagues this country, right? This is, okay, this is, of, this is, a, this is the fourth thing on my I'm running for governor platform. I'm getting rid of advertising <laughs> in the state of California. It's going to be like Costa Rica. It's going to be like Hawaii. Get rid be, of billboards. No, I'm no going to get rid of all of it. Yeah, I'm done. I'm tired that. of the come hithering of advertising when I'm pumping my gas. That's a really good complaint. Drop you want top to Dan. A funny little thing about pumping gas, real quick. So, yeah. so the original Lamborghini Countaches in the '70s, all the way through, I think '83 or '84, had dual fuel fillers, one Love on each it. side. In '85 and up, they switched to a single fuel filler, which is what I have. They still have dual fuel tanks. So there's a flow between, a little hose Sloshy or something hose. that sloshes it in between. The slosh between is smaller than the average flow rate of oh, the no pump. Shit. So what you so I kept thinking my fuel gauge was broken because I would fill it up and then a couple minutes later it would just go down and I'd be like, Well what the fuck's going on? Well it turns out the filler's only the filler gauge is only in one of the tanks. So you fill uh. it up, it fills up one tank, and then you gotta wait like fifteen minutes while it goes into the other tank that and then is fill it up. Vintage again. Italian, a combination of genius and retardation. All in the same it package. Turns out, it turns out my fuel gauge no, is not broken. It's aesthetically pleasing retardation. Yeah. It turns out my gauge we know can make broken. it beautiful, it but it's going to work like in a, a weird a way. Six-step process to fill this car with fuel. Dry beer is tired of eco babble, where it's patently apparent the fully electric stuff is worse for the environment than our petrol cars. So he believes in Martian space stories. You're getting your information. You know what you do? Just direct message Ed Bigley Jr. and he'll set you straight. That is patently false, my I've friend. Been talking that he writes this. Well, wait, hold on. He goes. Trails. He goes. With the exception of city air quality, it's more ecologically sound to continue to drive the car you have. With the exception of the air we breathe, let's just let's set get aside our steamers and coal clean out. air and dirty air that causes cancer. Well, we'll just set that aside. You're 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 full of shit, dude. That's I not talked true. to a couple in, a couple um, environmental scientists about this. I've had some really interesting. Yes, go ahead. And, and basically. What they told me because I, I was questioning this. Like, I is did it too better to Ed Bagley. I asked him the question. Directly. Is it better to drive your old car longer mm-hmm. or go to electric, etc.? Right. I think the, it basically has a lot to do with how your state generates their power. If you live mm-hmm. in a clean power state like California, mm-hmm. driving an electric car on that clean grid is cleaner than making a coal plant in Pennsylvania burn more coal for you to have electricity for your car. So it's highly variable on whether it's actually better but it's for a, the it's air a, it's to right switch. it's a right wing influence operation Ooh. to stop the progression of the electric vehicle period end of story. If we, we if do we have ma- a climate scientist if we, outside. If we do make in if <clears throat> Is that what he does? Yeah. To do if with we, your old car? Yeah. Can we ask him? Guys, can you stop interrupting for just one second? No, let's, let's, I, I's, I'm not let's interested in having him on. We're, we're running out of time. Who knows anything? 
it's not about climate science. It's about an investment in electric cars, an investment in clean technology as opposed to fossil fuels, which, yes, may not be perfect. But as long as you're moving in the right direction and not saying we're done, that's do you see what I mean? You'll eventually figure out that problem. Well, yeah, but OK, hang on, because I don't think I when think I ask the question that buying a new car, you should electric is better than gas. However, if the question is continue driving an older car and keep maintain it well and keep it on the road versus the uh, carbon footprint of constructing a new car for you and then driving it. That's that I think is the real. Well, question. that wasn't the question. Okay. The, the, okay. the question is. Never mind. Never mind. The, qu- <laughs> the question is the universal one, and it, it's that that talking point here, which I've asked the question myself. Aren't these cars? Don't they come pre-polluted? Right. So I did a little bit of a deep dive on that idea, and guess what? I turned up. Not surprisingly. You know, it's it, all of this stuff that kind of enters the conversation has a tiny element of truth, but then it's it ends up on drudge and it's thrown out there to keep oil prices high and keep the oil business. It, it's the same old story. You know, I, I like cars that burn oil because I like cars that burn oil. I don't necessarily like electric cars. I feel like they have no souls, but I'm not going to further this lie about them. And it's a lie. Farrah, do you think there's an electric car that has a soul? No. <laughs> what, um, what about the 918? Kind of. No. The La Ferrari, the 918, kind of. The 918 I don't like because I think it's way too Starship Enterprise-y for me. I prefer the Carrera GT. Yes, I think we all do. A um, lot of slow in the left lane. Okay, here's a good one. This is a really good one. And I totally agree with you, 944 fan. I am tired of shopping, having places that need my phone number and want me to sign up for the club, (laughs) the CVS club, the juice club. Everywhere I go, do you want to join our club? Do you want to have a subscription? I don't want your emails. I don't want your shopper program. I just want to buy my crap. Use that antiquated thing called cash. <laughs> Just hand over some cabbage. But you know what he's saying, Zuckerman, yes, right? Yes, you go it's in so bu- invasive. You go in to buy some chapstick, and they go, are you a club member? And I go, no. And, and they say, why not? I, because I don't want to belong to your stupid drugstore club. I want nothing to do with it. I want to buy this chapstick. I don't even want to talk to you. All you're doing is tracking me and my purchases. And what am I going to do? Carry those little cards around, 50 of them? Go. What do you have? This doesn't upset you? No, I just don't give my phone number. I just say no. And that's the end of the conversation. Don't you even... But again, like, why are you even I know why me? they want to know, but it's, on, it's up to me not to give it to them. I, I can always, solve that problem with a simple no. I have no problem saying no to a cashier's Well, space. I'll tell you, 944 guy and me are very upset about this. <laughs> <laughs> when people manually keep their automatic rear spoiler in the up position all the time. Well, you don't do that, Suckerman. If they wanted that look, they should have gotten a fixed spoiler. <laughs> C7Z driver is upset. You know what he's talking about. Yes, like course. on a GT3, we can make the spoiler yes. go up. And he's upset that people have it in the up position all the time. That's I pretty lame. It is. <laughs> yeah. C7Z, if he's assuming a Corvette, has a fixed spoiler. He's, he's talking about himself there. But Do you get you excited? Know, I was looking at that, that blue 911 under Pooh Tree to see. I think it was raised when it was parked there. I think it's kind of douchey to leave it up. Is it like popping the collar on a polo in the summertime? It's more like clumsy fingers. I think half the time it's a clumsy finger thing. They hit the wrong button. 
They just don't know? Yeah, because the, uh, okay, on Porsches, the, the, the wing up is right next to the sport exhaust button. Right. They don't know. It's the same guy who leaves his blinker on. Uh, I, or once I went with my brother-in-law, he had his windshield wipers on on a dry day for 20 minutes. And I finally had to scream, <laughs> you're driving me fucking crazy. you got to turn that shit off. <clears throat> um. Some uh, Andrew uh, Martin, New York City, thinks Jerry needs a watch intervention. I, I don't know about that. I think uh, he's got, got a watch buying kick. Yeah, and he's got some very desirable, beautiful watches, including the uh, the Daytona, the uh, Vic Elford Daytona. He's yeah, got a Cifred Octavia. Into that, he doesn't. He's not. A, is he on a buying? No, he's spring? just he's new. Out of control. He's just new. Oh. He's where I was in the '90s with Porsches, and he was doing that to me. He's kind of my little protege watch-wise. I kind of encourage him. He still buys a lot of Breitlings. Oh, it's okay. You can like a Breitlings. Yeah, you can. He doesn't need to make money on anything he ever does ever again. No. He can buy any watch he wants just because he likes it. And he's got but some exciting I, watches in his new seasons of uh, Comedian in Cars Getting Coffee. I Thank, just you're gonna like the uh, second episode of Seinfeld ever while I was on the elliptical the other day. The Architect. Art, the Art Vandalay Architect episode, oh, yeah. and he's Jerry's wearing a Santos in it, which I which a I Cartier think is a, a Cartier Santos, which I was like, that <clears throat> is not him. Now at he all. used to be in those watches. Yeah, he he liked the fancy dress watches. It looks weird as hell. Yeah, but I remember liking nice fancy though. dress watches when I first started liking watches. Mm, being from Massachusetts, it was like a gentlemanly thing. I yeah, thought this I'm is what gentlemen wore, right? It was like a small, you know, diameter kind of Santos. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it didn't look right on him. I was, I was like, whoa, this is odd. That's really strange. I wonder if he's still got it. You ask him if he's still got the Santos next time you talk to him. I'm interested. I don't think he does. No? No. Seems you guys like the kind of thing you'd give your wife to wear. One, how about just one more Spikes car radio per week? All right. I'll do it. Talk to uh, Norm Pattis over at Podcast One. I, I went to and two by the way, tell week, him it's hard. It's tell him to share the sponsorship money with me, not just take <laughs> all of it and write me a check with excuses in the memo line. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> and then not returning messages. <laughs> okay, I don't know if this is about you, Matt. Were you were you uh, <laughs> advertising a car in Facebook Marketplace? No. No. Okay. Well, this one Why? says, Mister Ben's. Mr. Ben Zacharia is complaining about fuck knuckles posting cars up for sale on Facebook Marketplace than not returning my messages. Oh, Let no. me buy oh, Matt it. fuck knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to use Facebook no. Marketplace. I'm sorry. It might That's be it might be John Shope and Dirty Bird Customs and right. and the new show we were doing with him where the the cars. I'm sorry. Sold very quickly, so that, he, that might be why he's not hey, returning it. <laughs> yeah, but he's a sweet guy. We love John Shope. We love Dirty Bird Customs, and his show is doing great. Flipping in, Dirty Bird. In fairness, I have heard okay things about Facebook Marketplace as a place to sell, buy and sell cars. I've heard okay things. They're, you know, there's it's, it's a beginning. It, they're not where they should be. It's mm. not... A preferred place to go hunt and look for stuff. Yeah. It doesn't not pleasing and satisfying yet, Mister Zuckerman. What is interesting? Is, or there's a bandwagon. It seems everybody wants to start their own car auction. Have you website. seen P Car Market? Yes, that's the new one. They someone, advertise someone, with me. Someone told me Chris Harris was about to do it in English. I think just started a podcast, but his co his with an co auction. host is a, a, a broker that he works with over there. Right. 
Well, he that- has a deal over there with some guy who's like a secondhand broker, and he basically does like you know six month, you know, buy and returns with him, right, right. and goes through cars a lot like that. And I think he's is starting a podcast with that guy. <clears throat> but that's kind of Chris's thing. But if Chris had like a bring a trailer site, that would be huge. I'd go there. I think everybody's just trying to rip off Bring a Trailer at this exactly, point, right? Point. I think people underestimate what it took to get Bring a Trailer yeah, to what yeah, it yeah. is now. Randy yes. and his team are very smart, and they are doing things very Look slowly and methodically. How many years have they been on it? Ten? Ten. Yes. Yeah. You see their, their new white glove shit? Yes. They are doing, they're doing the, the Pebble yeah. Beach angles. The, the bring on your gull wings. Bring I on. Wow. do not think that you can just one day announce that you're going to do an auction website and think you're going to be a success. In no, fairness, because you've got that first round of cars and nobody's going to be bidding. In right? fairness, I, I think I know one of the dudes behind P-Car Market. He's a nice guy. He means well. He knows Porsche very well. He, he is. I do an like expert. That, those guys. And do you know you know any of them? I, the, the CC the CC yeah. people on Long Island CCS. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've <clears> sold a few cars, <throat> and they have at least I don't know. It's just I too them small. On Instagram. It's I a, do it's too. A, it's a good resource. I do. But what Randy? I, I bitched them about not putting the sale prices when the auction ends. I uh, I complained about it, and now they do. And I will say now I wasn't specifically thinking about them because I was just hearing other guys talking about it. I have I have uh, bought cars from them too. In fact, so it was CCS. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good guys. <clears throat> um, you guys want to keep going? I How got, you feeling? I got a few minutes. You I got, got like a few minutes. minutes. You all right, Zuckerman? But okay. We'll just do a couple more. Uh, Here's my eggs, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Look at his face. Someone here, and I... Hold on, here it is. I want to read this exactly as they wrote it, because I thought it was nicely written. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Fuck knuckles. There we go. Okay. Gorge Flyer says, nuts in trucks. I'm fed up (laughs) to my nuts with it, and I daily a truck. I get the fact that you're sexually frustrated. Take up golf. So I think what he's talking about are the trailer hitch testicles, right? Yeah. It is. They're gross. Okay. Okay. Testicles are gross, but I like when there's like a little stuffed animal or some other thing that's getting (laughs) filthy. Like on a noose. Yeah. Yeah. How about about the podcast called The Dollop, which I love, and it's a history podcast, and they tell crazy stories from American history that are really well researched. They're very funny. And there's one about the truck nuts war. Really? There, there was a war between <clears throat> multiple companies producing right, and right. selling truck nuts. It is an incredible story. That's What's cool. Thing the Dollop is and the name of the podcast. And now did one nut manufacturer prevail over the other? Yes. Really? There is a Kleenex <clears throat> of was, truck nuts. And <laughs> was there a, a copyright or a patent? There, yes, there were patents. I would and, like to see those drawings. Yeah, the descriptions of the draw. It's hilarious. <laughs> Old oh, man testicles or a young man's testicles? I, I say, wonder I'm what. Glad, it's, no, it's probably, a, one's a bull or a cow. I thought oh, it was I a see. dog's nuts. I, I thought it was squirrel bull. testicles. Well, look, squirrels. Obviously, it's a diverse world. Great, uh, great Nuts. junk to body yes. ratio. Aren't you glad we live <clears throat> in a state where we don't have to complain about seeing too many truck nuts on the road? What state do you think he's? <laughs> what state is that guy in? Right. I'm going to go with Miami. the northern part of oh, Florida. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here's another candy complaint from Choosy. 
Juicy. It really upsets me that the size of the individual bars in a king-size Twix bar are noticeably smaller than those of a regular Twix bar. You think you're getting two times the chocolatey caramel cookie goodness, but you're not. Not even close. Oh, this is corporate bamboozlery. Listen, Zuckerman. Corporate bamboozlery yes. at its finest. Listen, Someone stop the madness and hold them accountable. It doesn't literally mean it's a foot long. We have come up with this term to describe a ten and a half inch sandwich. We just call it a foot long, and like that's the our quarter pounder. It's yeah. not a quarter but look, pounder. We've got first-hand experience. These candy manufacturers are motherfuckers. They do not respond to their customer service. They give no fucks. If We've you, been making this candy bar the same way since I, I, 1847. I appeal to buy it. We I, can't make enough of this shit. I appeal <laughs> to you. There's got to be somebody who knows somebody at the peanut M&M factory. We want that whistleblower. We will pay the whistleblower to find out what's going on. We want the inside word. All right. Um, I am really, I'm, we're doing a study. I'm going to buy a box of peanut M&Ms in every country I go to from now on. Yeah, right. The bottom of this shit. Look. Yeah. He, we will. After this, we'll show you the pictures of the mutants. The ones he's got on display in his office are. It's. It really gets crazy fast. Where are the best ones? Japan. I'm told. Japan. Australia and England. England. Yeah. Japan and Japan. No, 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 just not by best. They're just uniform. They're not like the dented head of some mosquito virus-born child from you a third-world matrix. We <laughs> get know. the anti-vax MMs. <laughs> Okay, here's one. Insurance issues with a recent Turo rental. I got totally hosed, and well, after renting a ton of cool cars over the past few years, I'm 110% donezo with ever renting from Turo again, which kind of sucks because I like the cars, huh? Have well, you heard of any insurance issues with Turo? Big fan I of mean, their I've, site. I have, I'm a big fan of what, of, in theory, the ability to drive cool cars. I, I don't. He doesn't describe whatever this incident is. I don't know if he rented the car out or he was the customer or, or whatever. Mm. I've heard of issues in the past, but again... You're talking about a lot of rentals and people who get mad, get very mad and get very loud, loud about it. I'm, I'm sure the dude's issue is totally valid, but like, I don't know. <clears throat> it's, it's like you want to rent out your own personal shit and you want to be a guy who rents someone's personal shit instead of dealing with a corporation with like contracts and stuff like that. Like, you know, OK, OK, there you go. All right. Last but not least, air cooled list having to wait Two to four weeks for my Spikes Car Radio t-shirt to ship to Australia. That's not really a complaint. But it's a good moment to bring up that you probably have only one day left. I think there's only one day left to go to blipshift.com forward slash spike to buy the first 100 episode commemorative Spikes Car Radio t-shirt. It is a Blaupunk radio from the 70s. It says Spike on the push buttons where it says Blaupunk. It's got a little blue dot and it says Zuckerman. Just to have a shirt that says Zuckerman on it. In little tiny print as people lean in and read in and go, Zuckerman, what's that? And you get to go, it's this. You motherfucker. You can use the voice. You can say the money. You gotta get one of these shirts. Uh, we love Blipshift. Matt uses Blipshift. He's got a shirt, a shirt up there up right now. Until, mm, I think Monday. I, I just know. love their stuff. Yeah. Uh, go there. Their shirts are only twenty bucks. Buy one. It uh, it it's uh, it's a nice way of kind of getting a cool shirt and also representing this podcast, which we know you love and we love you. We love all of you. We do. We do. And the reason we it love takes our fans. a little longer to get them is so we can make the prices affordable because we only print the number we sell. So there's no excess, and therefore the fat has been pre-trimmed. 
Can I friend. be honest with you? I get hit up all the time about merch, and I was just lazy. And, I, and when Blipshift called, or Johnny Lieberman yeah. came on, and, and he was doing a shirt, they said, we're going to do the whole work. Yeah. We'll work out the design with you, which I did with the, the design team at Blipshift in about 20 minutes. It was remarkable how it's quickly not, they came up with an idea. Calling and we it lazy it. is to do yourself a disservice. I, I once operated my own merch. Right. I ordered stuff. I right, had a right. closet full and of boxes. And you end up right. I ended up sitting on 300 T-shirts that yes. were sizes I couldn't sell. It was yeah, a, yeah, you're, you're, you're right, stuff right. out. I'm the customer service guy. Forget it. Let Everybody handle. makes a little Matt money here. Oh, it was a disaster. <laughs> and my Doors. commitment to you folks is I, I want to give you a cool shirt that... That, that's not so overblown and over the top spikes car radio just something nice that yeah. kind of represents the porsche thing so there you go yeah. order one and if, it, if it's not for sale right now we'll be making more anyway that's it guys thank you so much Goodbye. for coming out here to malibu we've had a nice morning we've eaten some food anything to plug yes before West we Side go collector car storage that's if right you're in los angeles if you have sports cars and need somewhere to keep them if you plan on buying more sports cars or Whatever. If you have jet skis on a little trailer, if you have small boats on a little trailer that is the size of a car, Westside Collector Car When is it going to be finished? September 2019, your opening. We have 145 indoors, secure, filtered air parking spaces in Playa Vista, California. Gefilte. Two miles from LAX, right next to all the tech companies. (laughs) Uh, That's exciting, Matt. Yes, my website's going to be done pretty soon, but for right now, it's Westside Collector Car Storage, written out all at gmail.com. Right, so that means stop direct messaging me about where can I store my cars. Call him. Call do him. People, do, do people direct message you about where to store cars? Constantly. I Please send them to me. I'm happy but most to of these people need it right now. Yeah, And that's the car storage business. Yeah. But, but, so but, we'll be open in September. We're taking deposits right now. Uh, if you buy a year before we open, I'll give you a month free. That's, that's how that's the go. deal. Um, I've got singles, I've got doubles, and I've got quads. So, there you go. Uh, now, yeah. and, and, Westside Collector got, Car Storage at What do you do com. for the air to keep it the I optimum? Have massive, massive air filtration. <clears throat> Is there humidity, humidity control and all sorts of things like? It, we don't need humidity control, really. Right. I, have it, I, I mean, we're in. We're in. We what are, is the optimum car storage temperature? I guess is the question I'm asking. Well, I. In the warehouse portion of it, there's the, part of it is underground. That, right. That's self-regulating. That always stays about 65, always, because um, it's under, like, 18 inches of solid concrete. <laughs> the main level uh, is heated for the winter, but it's not air-conditioned, but it is well-ventilated. Right. And then the offices, the lounge, the reception area are obviously air-conditioned. Right. So, so it's a place to it, hang. It shouldn't ever get over, like, 78 in the warehouse, ever. Wow. So it's it's and it should never get below sixty. So, so I'm, it should be fine. I'm coming there on a Saturday. I can park my car, I can sit, have a coffee, I can roll some emails, right? I can sure. hang and then I can drive and I can store. Totally. That's yes. it. Okay. We don't got have it. the room to have big cars and coffee events like right. Eli and I has hate an those. auto. We just we don't have the surface level parking right. actually because we're on major streets. But if you keep your cars there, then yes, there's a place. One of the you can one of the nice out. little pleasures of my week is when I go to Zuckerman's hangar, and his guys keep all of these like ginger beers and yeah. little. And I sit there and I can have a cup of coffee, have a little bite. We and then that. drop a car. You know what I mean? It's a nice little 20 minutes we in have, my life. We're going to have the week. humidors, so you keep your cigars. Oh, really? We're having the whiskey lockers like you'd Wait, find. Do you, ha- like do you, have, uh, do you have a room that draws the smoke out of the cigar? Yeah, we have the, the extractors. You do? Yeah. 
I didn't know cigar, cigars were part of this. A, yeah, cigar extractor. Do you smoke cigars? No, but you do. I know. I, well, I this is what this is why. This I is for that. you, Ferris. And then cigars and filter fish. Are you overlook the the warehouse? You're thirty I'm feet there. in the air, and you overlook the warehouse. That's fantastic. Yeah. So you can smoke indoors. Yeah, it's not in where the cars are. It's divided by glass. I yes, love it. You can have a cigar indoors. How uh, loud are the extractors? Are they not the like jet engines? Ones. They're just no, no, no. Shh. It's the same one Joe Rogan has in his studio, which he runs while recording his podcast. So he can smoke can't weed. Hear. So others can smoke cigarettes usually. Wow. Yeah. That's dedication to cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Look yeah. at that. It's dedication <laughs> to making your guests comfortable. I like it. Never. Zuckerman, what do you got to say before oh, we go? Man, if you've been in an accident, call <laughs> Carpenter Zuckerman and Rally. We'll yeah. take care of it. You one know, call does it all. That's why. That's why he has so many cars, because he wins in the courtroom. That's just his piece. Imagine we, what yours would be. Can we do a GoFundMe for fucking this table? And that's right. Here's our Shins. final complaint. Bill. <laughs> Get a table shift. Fix the tables in this joint Bill, here at the I Malibu buy Kitchen. You a new table? This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> this table stinks. Oh, yeah, this is what's fixed? Okay. <laughs> yeah, these things. Well, we're ending the show with a complaint. All right. All right. We already we dropped that in, Susie. We dropped it in. You're covered. We gave you credit. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoy this extra long complaint issue. We will see you next week on Spike's Car Radio. Goodbye. Quick before we go, 60 seconds. That's exactly how long this commercial lasts. You know what else you can do in about a minute? Get an offer with your car from True Car. That's right. In the amount of time it takes to floss your teeth, pet your dog, do a few sit-ups, just listen to my voice, you can get a True Cash offer. Best of all, you can do it from your smartphone or at home. Just go to True Car and simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Answer a few questions and you'll get an accurate True Cash offer from local True Car certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, you can bring your car in and they'll check it out with you together, the two of you. You can even hug if you want. You can ask questions, get the answers you need so there's no surprises, and simply leave your check or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you're ready to experience a new, better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio. Download new episodes every Wednesday on the Podcast One app or subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com. Coming soon to Podcast One, the Gigi Podcast with Rick Fox, Jace Hall, and Todd Roy. Log on to see the world behind the esports you love and find out what good game really means from the trio who's taken the business by storm, including the three-time NBA champion behind Team Echo Fox. Download new episodes of the Gigi Podcast every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One.